We are live. <laughs> I just want to welcome all of you here to today's dose of positivity. It's a very special day with Isla Allgood in the house and so many people showing up on this gorgeous day to this uh, dose of positivity. And it's our first day going uh, restreaming so people can be viewing it on your YouTube channel, on um, LinkedIn and also in our Facebook group as well. So this is very exciting. Thank you all for being here. And I just wanna welcome you. You are, the, you are the stewards of the land. You are the humanitarians and the solutionists. And each and every week, I have the great privilege and honor to interview passionate change makers, thought leaders, social and environmental innovators, and wellness professionals. And today is no exception. I have Isla Allgood here with us, who is going to be talking with us on how our intuition can improve our well-being. Whoa, tapping right into that. But before we get started, I'm reminding everybody this is a live broadcast. Please um, engage in the chat. We will get to all your questions um, during this one-hour interview. Um, and if we don't, we will uh, get to them to you directly. So please communicate with each other and have a nice conversation. Um, that's really awesome. But before we get started, I, as always, I like to read something very short from uh, my one of my books. This is Living Like the Future Matters. And it has to do um, with the topic that we're talking about and some of the questions I will be sharing and directing with Island. This will just warm us all up as more and more people keep coming in. Um, so here we go. This is in um, Restoration, Planting Seeds for Future Generations. And that's a very intuitive thought right there when you think about it, planting seeds for future generations. What do we think about intuitively what's going to happen for the future? And this uh, story is called Deconstructing the Unappetizing Part of My Ego. And this is after I came out of a serious food addiction and workaholic uh, insanity. And I was fat, sick, nearly dead. And this is a part of my healing journey, this story. A big part of recovering was to let go of the dis distasteful part of my ego, which had taken over my identity. It was up to me to change and to come to terms with what success meant. Freud defines the ego as part of the mind that mediates between the conscious and the unconscious and it's responsible for reality testing and a sense of personal identity. In many spiritual traditions, there has long been an understanding that the ego is not what we are. Instead, it is how we identify ourselves. I came to believe we are not purely ego. The ego seeks judgment and opinions and the soul seeks the truth. Our ego is not inherently bad, but it can be misdirected. If we are in pain or out of balance, this gets broadcasted extremely externally, externally through the ego. For example, as criticism and judgment built up my lack of self-worth made me defensive and i blamed others my damaged ego like a bull in a china shop believed it was trapped it was frustrated it was hurt it was angry it sucked 
Once I abandoned those constipating beliefs and listened to my inner voice, there was room to grow. There was room for me to grow into my wholesome self. Change begins with awareness and acceptance. As I healed, I searched deep for my higher calling and what was truthful for me that would set me free and help me ascend. I reflected on some of the happiest times in my life, taking me back to the college years and early days at my cafe. Back then, I had no compulsive, destructive habits or addictions. I was more productive in an environment where collective consciousness propelled my actions. Hmm. We kept our egos in check when we did that. As we tilled the soil and our minds, at my cafe, we kneaded the dough and we concentrated on being of service. Our actions was what brought out the best in us, myself. Understanding the interconnection between my gut and the mind was another way to reclaim the genuine and productive parts of my ego. The stomach, after all, is referred to as the second brain for a good reason. It is where we first process our food and our emotions. Healthy gut flora is made up of 15% bad bacteria and 85% good. The bad bacteria are like the critics of our digestive system. Too much harmful bacteria, like an overly big-headed ego, is burdensome and knocks us off our center. When the ego is in perspective, our senses, they heighten. And that is when the good guys run the show. A balanced ego functions better than a deflated or an inflated one. High on forgiveness and low on fear, I had the strength to ward off those bad guys and keep them in check. Flexible and good with good intentions daily, I could change. I could let go of those bad habits. I adjusted to situations and circumstances and preserved, persevered with a healthy, pea-sized ego, a digestible ego. The more I trusted my intuition, the more my temptation, lower desires, and the distasteful part of my ego ended up in the toilet bowl. That, after all, is where the crap has no value and belongs. My intuition was in control. I know that everybody who's on here, who's listened to the replay, understands that, you know, man, we all go and are going through these times where, bam, we don't even know we have a sense of self or self-worth and our intuition is clustered by these bad bacterias or bad thoughts, these things coming in on us. Um, so I speak from experience um, when I say that when we are intuitive, whoa, Isla, I can't wait to dive into this. But before we do, I want to introduce you to Isla because she has um, a couple of books out to begin with, really beautiful poetry that she's going to be reading from. But she got interested in writing when she was a child 
she was writing le letters to her aunt, like me, I was writing letters to my Nana Edna. And this year she published an incredible book called Estuary, Interdimensional Poetry Journey and Smithen and Bitten. Can you hold that up, Isla? That would be great. Plus numerous pieces in um, newspapers, magazines, and anthologies. Um, she is certified in transformational language arts, and it, which inspired her to bring the spoken word events to the community. Uh, the pandemic restricted motivating her to create uh, via Zoom a recorded YouTube show called Inside the Writer's Studio. And she, I had the great privilege of her interviewing me. Um, she presented presented by the Hawaii Writers Guild, and we'll put that link in there because they're great interviews, featuring a different writer from each program. She's also a radio personality herself. She hosts Women's Voices at KNKR, which is our local radio station here on the um, in Havi, Hawaii. And she plays where she plays songs and spoken word pieces by female artists and co-host Intuitive Talk Story, which is a spirit-inspired talk show. Her passion is to give voice to the invisible. So everybody, you'll want to hear from you today. <laughs> Whether emotions, actions, or experiences with the unseen world of spirit, she's committed to writing and speaking her truth and bringing out in others. Speaking in public venues is a favorite experience as uh, it, it gives her the opportunity to share her positive, playful personality. Isla, you are, are in a public venue right now, and we are so excited for you to share your positive, playful personality with us. So, um, Isla, without further ado, do I have some questions for you. Welcome to A Dose of Positivity. Thank you, Donna, and thank you, everybody, for showing up. I know how challenging it can be in your busy lives to you know, to stop and do something like this. And as much as I wish we were all in a big room together so we could really feel each other, we can still feel each other through the ethers this way. And uh, I hope you'll bring any questions or comments through the chat with Donna. So thank you, Donna, appreciate it. I'm so excited, honey. And let's, let's get right down to it, okay? Because I think that this topic of intuition and Alan, I, I honor you for being here. I love you to pieces and my husband Kevin's happens to be on, but you know, it's mostly all of us women, but men have intuition too. So um, I, I'd like you just to um, go dive deep right into what really is intuition and what does that really mean to all of us, especially right now in the, in the 21st century. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to speak intuitively because somebody said to me today, have you been studying all your material for the show today? And I'm like, that's not how I roll. I mean, I trust that the information's there for me. And, you know, we live in a society that focuses quite a bit on intellect, you know, get the PhD, get the degrees, get the learn, and, and that stuff is really valuable and important. And we need that balance with our our na'au, what we say in, in the Hawaiian language, na'au is, is your intuition. What is that informing you? Because when you listen to that, like right now, my whole body is getting all goosebumps. That tells me that I'm listening. It, I, I'm not trying to say anything. I want to bring to you what might be helpful for you and, and have a conversation. So intuition for me 
It's always been there. It's there for everybody. It's really just like any other uh, thing to practice. You know, the more that we trust it and listen to it or see it or feel it, the more it's going to be there and it's going to serve us. And uh, it's gotten me through some, some harrowing moments in my life. So I really uh, value it. And uh, we talked about intuition and health and oh my God, that's, my intuition has saved my life, not anything else by listening you know, to that. I, I think this would be a really good time for you to share that that story that goes with that sentence. Can you can you share with us about um, some of the most heart-wrenching and, and productive intuitive times in your life that have been so life-changing for you? Yeah, so um, there's been a lot. Um, I think what I'd like to say is, you know, as a kid, I was kind of sick. I had a lot of ailments, colds, flus, stomach aches. Sometimes I faked them till I got them because I didn't want to go to school. Um, and that went right through into my 20s, going to doctors for medicine and that sort of thing. And then I got, I kind of hit a wall. I had the double ear infection. I couldn't get better. I was on antibiotics and uh, those, those of you who've ever had a yeast infection because you took antibiotics, it's a horrible experience. <laughs> and I, I found someone who did natural healing and she told me to drink, uh, squeeze three lemons a day and shoot them down three times a day. So nine lemons over three days. By day two, I felt 50% better and I was better after the three days. It's like, I think it's high dose vitamin C. And uh, after that, I started to learn about it intellectually, but then I started to trust which, which alternative healing did I want to explore, what was gonna work for my body. Uh, and I got into uh, homeopathy quite a bit. And uh, then I'll jump ahead to uh, a few, I, I guess I was in my 40s and I got a, a diagnosis of having a heart problem. I was having, uh, uh, I don't know what they even call it. My heart was racing, it was skipping beats. And the, the cardiologist, said, yeah. And the cardiologist said to me and, and my wife, Holly, is she says, uh, one of the side effects of this is sudden death. And I'm like, okay, so what am I gonna do about it? And she said, well, there's this medication. And my intuition said, no. <laughs> to the medication so yeah. and that's not easy to do in a medical medical setting because these doctors are often you know 99% trained for that and I said look I said here's the deal give me three months to turn it around if I'm no better I'll take the medication and I left and I did qigong and meditation and I de-stressed and I changed my diet and I was 80% better in three months and and no doctor believes I ever ever even had a heart problem today because it it's gone um, and then four years ago was the dreaded I got a cancer diagnosis and I was I was upset but I was also pissed off because I kind of knew what led me there uh, I could I could sense within myself like oh damn I got myself into this didn't I and not not in a not in a blame me and I'm a I'm a crappy person kind of way but in a you know own it this is what you got own it 
And what am I gonna do? Well, I really intuitively felt I had to have surgery and have it taken out. And intuitively, I knew I needed to work with my naturopath before, during and after surgery to build my body and not be taking all kinds of meds uh, and change my whole life. I had to change my whole life. I just knew one of the things that I did up until that moment was I was quite the people pleaser. And I knew that had to go. I needed to find a way to be true to me and honor the people around me, but not at my own expense. So each of us have these different challenges. For me, it was people pleasing. For somebody else, it could be speaking up too much or being too, too something. So it's, it's intuition led me to my soul and led me to know what was going on, what did I need to do, and how was I going to get there? How was I going to do this? How was I going to take this journey? Wow. This is so, so anyway, that's, that's, that's <laughs> the beginning. I, I mean, I thought I knew you really well. Now I, now I really know you better. Um, that, that's, that's incredible. You know, and I, I see some people putting some things in the chat. And I think, you know, one of the things that really sticks out for me that that you said that was that was it's amazing right listening to our intuition right pounding nine lemons in three days um wow um to listen to that that's not everybody's gonna have the fortitude to, to do that and i really commend you but for 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 not so many people are are weak and right now and they'll just a pill is going to heal them and then cure them and that's that's why we're having this discussion and if anybody in the chat feels or wants to ask a question or feels like they want to share a story at the end of here it would be really great because i think a lot of times that that goosebump thing that you were talking about I know that's when when my intuition like pops up or even me when I interject something in an interview like I'll get like goosebumps like I know like right now I have goosebumps I need to invite everybody who's on the show right now to really really think about what Holly just said how vulnerable she was Isla Isla I I I, Isla. See, I, can't believe I said that that's her wife's name Holly Isla oh no, whoa goosebumps flattened goosebumps up um but I, I want to say that um you know, it, it, it's so important to just tell our stories like this, right? And then, and that, that that's a, I'm, I'm intuitively coming out and saying that, like, I mean, it's all part of the healing process. And and so, Hyla, to, to talk about that in the spirit of healing and in the spirit of intuition, you know, I, I just just uh, elaborate on, on that spiritual side of it, too. Like, where, where that yeah. goes. Well, you know, it's it's. I'm glad you brought up the word spiritual because some people have a have like a a reaction to that word as if it's, I, I, maybe it's a loaded word for some people. I don't know. But someone said to me once, "You think you've cornered the market on spirituality?" And I'm like, "No, I I I. We're all learning. We're all growing. I like to talk about it, though. I like to ex. I like to share the difficulties." because I feel like by sharing my truth with you and other people, then you connect with your own truth and it affirms or encourages you in a particular way to be more in your life. Um, 
One of the, the turning points for me in my life with intuition was when I was in my early 30s, I was teaching psychic development, spirit communication, holding weekly seances, having classes on all of this. And through that process of wanting to communicate with spirit, I actually got to know me better and I got to trust my intuition. So psychic is when I can read you, Donna, where I can say, oh, I see this in your life. Intuitive is what I feel about me and my surroundings. So if we can hone in on our intuition, we can use that in every area of our lives. After about uh, seven years, I was 37, I started to find myself, I was married to a man, I had two kids, three dogs, two cats. We had, we had this big life together and I found myself attracted to women and fell in love with a woman. And if anything will get the family to scatter like roaches under a light, <laughs> it's the word gay or lesbian. And especially, uh, this is 20 odd years ago where I lived in this small, town. So uh, I had to constantly every day check in with myself many times a day, call my spirits to be with me, to help me get through this because they were gone. Friends disappeared, family disappeared. I had one or two people and I just hung on to them and thank God for them. Uh, but I had to keep listening to that intuitive voice guiding me along and say, okay, I know this is hard. This isn't easy, but there's, there's always going to be another door that opens when, as all these doors are slamming behind me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, you know, I've, I've gotten in touch with it for health reasons, but I have to say, you know, big life decisions. If you're in touch with your intuition, it's all, it, it gives me the courage I need to step out of my comfort zone. Right, and just the realization of you understanding this attraction and this love, even same sex, just for this person, Holly, by the way, not Holly, Holly, um, just understanding that realization, um, you know, to me, I just want to hear like more, give us like, it's this life changing. So what did, what did yeah. you do? What was just go into that life changing thing that so many people are paralyzed and afraid they, they go their whole lives not doing what you did right, right. And knowing yeah. with them. so well and I, I also feel it's really important you know I've done a lot of personal work uh, getting to know who I am in this life and though getting a better understanding you know astrology numerology all, all these different ways you can get to know yourself it helped me understand and uh, become more empowered uh, by learning those things so that when the intuition is speaking to me, I'm like, okay, you got this, you can do this. Uh, I, I don't know really how to explain it better than it's such a strong feeling that I cannot deny. And having gone through cancer a few years ago, I feel like my margin of error now <laughs> feels like like it's very small. Like uh, I I've I've been off sugar for four years. I was a sugar holic. I mean, uh, since I'm five years old. So to be off sugar, like never have a dessert. I just had a birthday. No birthday cake. Don't think about birthday cake. Don't talk about. Doesn't matter. 
There's no margin of error for me when it comes to certain things. People pleasing, can't do it, not gonna do it, but I can be kind. When someone asks me to do something, I don't have to be nasty and say, no, I'm not doing that crap that you want me to do. I can, I can say, uh, you know what? That doesn't feel right for me. I, I have to say no to that and just be kind about it. So I've had to, I'm, I'm continuously learning how to be me and, and we all are. That's why we're on the planet, right? I'm not gonna, if I'm done, if I don't have anything else to learn, I'm probably gonna be, you know, going to the light and that's it. Um, the most recent thing that I feel is important to speak about, and it's still very controversial, is uh, when the pandemic hit, uh, I live on 30 acres of land. I wasn't stressed about not going anywhere or not, you know, not interacting too much with people. But then things started to come back and then there was all this talk of a, of a vaccine and I thought, well, that's a good idea. You know, we can get the heck out of here and I want to travel again. I had a little grandson I wanted to see. But something inside of me said, don't, don't hurry up and get that. Just don't do it just yet. You can do it, but don't do it today. Right? <laughs> no rush. And I waited and I waited and then I... I felt pretty much alone because I didn't know anybody else. I wasn't really talking about it, right? Uh, everybody was talking about they're getting the shot, when they're getting the shot, and then the booster, and when they're getting... And, and I respect each person's decision, and I understood this, uh, what was being told to us about, you know, if, if I don't get it, maybe you get sick, and, and I get it, I get it. But it still didn't feel right for me and it was extremely difficult. That I think was the most, the biggest test to date. And it's so recent because my wife got vaccinated, got the booster, wanted me to get it. And it, and so did other people, other members of my family got it. And I just had to keep staying true to me and, and know, and every day say, before I go out the door to interact with another human, is this okay that I'm doing this or am I putting somebody at risk? And that's kind of still going on, except I've already had COVID. So I feel a little bit less uh, like, like I'm going to do anything to anybody why, else. Why, so, would, why would you anyway, put somebody at risk though? I don't understand why you would put someone at risk just because you're not vaccinated. It, no. was, it was really what the fear factor was, was being said to me. That's what I was hearing from other people. I don't watch a lot of news, so I kind of stay out of that, but other people watched it and other people had those fears, especially people who were very sick or had, you know, compromised immune systems. I got it. I mean, I understood, but I was getting vitamin C IV drips to keep my immune system up, eating good, supplements, walking mm -hmm. every day, positive attitude, you know? Um, so it, it's, it's something that I know will continue to inform my life in a very big way. Well, I want to I want to just chime in here with you with that. Um, I went through a very similar thing. I'm not vaccinated either, but the fact um, was I living where I live and how I live until I found out more about and I wasn't like I wasn't going to do it, but I wasn't going to teach or to work or in a hospital setting. Um, I had I had the privilege to wait. And when I was just about to think, okay, I might, I might go get it. Then they were, all the stuff came out about the heart, right? And a lot of people mm -hmm. were 
heart problems. Some of my friends got the booster, ended up in the hospital with heart arrhythmias, and I already have arrhythmia and heart. So my intuition told me something in there told me no. And um, I, I, I do like what you do, and all, whether your guys are vaccinated or not vaccinated, or where you stand with it or not. What Holly was just saying is just vitamin C drips, or if you don't do vitamin C drips, just making sure that we. We eat like the future matters, like we always talk about. I'm drinking my cherry juice. Um, I noticed Karina's on the line, a woman who spoke, uh, Karina um, Benzel, she spoke a couple weeks ago about the benefits of blue-green algae. And I have my blue-green algae coming, um, which is incredibly good for your mitochondria, incredibly good to prevent your uh, prevent viruses and any bacterial infections. And, and that, so my intuition just says, the same like you, Isla, is like, we got to take our wellness and our health into our own hands. And until we um, start doing that as a mass contagious uh, attitude, we're going we're gonna to be relying on, on the industrial complex, concluding food, the people in charge of our seeds and the people in charge of our pharmaceuticals, this big, huge, dysfunctional um, systems that I write about in Conscious Cures and lots of other people are writing about until we bring that into balance and bring everything like the systems and cycles of nature at the forefront of what we're doing, we're gonna, um, we're in a world of hurt. And that's why on a dose of positivity, we encourage each other, right? We encourage each other to beef up our immune systems, to um, have conversations. And I loved you use the word kindness, right? I love yeah. that word kindness just being kind it's kind of like even if you just say it out loud because you're all in mute just say kindness mm -hmm. it gives me goosebumps kindness yeah and and there's also a need for forgiveness you know for for it starts with us right i blast out at somebody i get angry and i say things i shouldn't have said you know it's important we're, we're human we're gonna do things like that we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna say something or not say something that's hurtful towards someone someone feels sad or 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 upset by something we did and and we have to you know for me i need to look at that i need to go inside i need to forgive myself for my imperfection and then see see how i can improve for next time and see if i can you know make amends with this person that maybe i offended somehow and i i certainly don't want to do that but when you speak your truth and you speak it with uh, confidence, sometimes people get pissed off. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's what I found through this whole uh, Vax thing, you know, and, and only some people. I've interacted with tons of people who've gotten uh, the COVID vaccines, whichever one they got, however they got it. They don't care what I did or what I didn't do. They're still, they're doing their thing, their business and it, but but for you know those those select few it was it was a very charged topic so. I, I have to share the funniest thing with you okay so so i'm not vaccinated right now you know you, you're wearing your mask going and you know and but 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 the thing that really triggered me is i went went to go we have a, the greatest thrift store in america right here in hobby i mean if that's not a reason for you guys to come visit momentani here on the big island but it's the greatest little thrift store at the saint augustus church 
And I go to go to the fish store. This is the peak of the pandemic, and they just had started opening. But you no enter, no vaccine, no enter. I thought I gotta go get my vaccine. <laughs> I mean, I just had to laugh at myself. You know the irony of it. And now, like what months later goes by, and、um, you know they're not the vaccine card is is not necessary. And I understand why it was at the time.、Uh, well, you know that I'm that mocking myself. I'm mocking myself. <laughs> Right, go ahead. I, I, I had to go to New York City.、Uh, my wife was getting surgery for her hip, and、uh, navigating that without a vax card in New York City was not easy. So we stayed in New Jersey. So like you just stayed across the river, and I was able to, you know, we could go out to eat and whatnot. And New York City couldn't. I couldn't go. I couldn't. But you know what? You just figure it out. You navigate through it, and. You, you stay follow、caught. your intuition. You follow your intuition. Yes. Yeah. So、um, uh, currently, I, I'm following my intuition into a very new area. I've never worked in retail, and I'm opening a retail store called Raise Your Vibration right here in Havi Town. And、uh, I'm kind of more the artistic type than I am the organized. Uh, Flowchart、uh, <laughs> files, kind of gal,、um, but it feels very important at this time, intuitively, to、uh, have a space where people can come and they can. We can talk story about what's going to help them raise their vibration. There's items that will be there, like sound healing instruments and a whole lot more. I'll have a little meditation room so people can just come in and sit and feel. Maybe that it lifts them up to come in there and hear the music and have some essential oils going. It's something I do at home all the time, so it it made sense to me to do it and open it to the public so that I can I can share that. It's so beautiful. It was it was an intuitive feeling that you had to do this to do. And why retire when you can inspire and share your vibes? Yeah, yeah. Sixty two. I'm gonna open a store. <laughs> right? Hey, look, I'm opening a whole membership. We're we're doing it. I like really great. So, what, what if I were to ask you like one word? And actually, I, I want you guys all to think about this too. Who's listening to this? Like this is like questions somebody asked me the other day, and at first I stumbled upon it, and then I came up with a. My answer for myself, but I want you all guys to think about it. And if you're inclined, just put it in the chat. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm. What, what's your superpower, Isla? And 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 everybody else on here. What, and if you could say it in one word or or a sentence, what's your superpower? My superpower is the ability to find the positive in any situation. With I don't even think about it anymore. I, somebody tells me their tale of woe, and I hear them, and I say, "Yeah, I hear you." And then I just there's always little nuggets in there that can be positive, that can be helpful, that can.、Uh, there, there's no situation that's so dark.、Uh, my daughter just had been through this horrible breakup for two years, domestic violence, the whole nine yards. But I see the positive, how she's growing, how she and I are connecting in a way we never did. So there's there's always something, you know. My aunt, my aunt Lila used to say, "Out of something bad comes something good." So there's always that ability, and that's something that、uh, a friend of mine told me that I did a few years ago. She's like, "God, you always find something good to say about my horrible stories." <laughs>
That's so good. So I, I'm curious about other people. Oh, humor. Somebody said, Colleen says she has humor. I That's, love it. Oh. Isn't that great? Yeah. Connection. I love connection there, Karina. Positivity, Beverly. Yeah, we're on a dose of positivity right here. Intuition, right, Sadie? Oh, it's so great, right? And and I really, I think it's good for, the, to, to me, to me, like just to hear like people expressing that, to me that my, my superpower, I think it is, I get so much good energy from other people's energy and bringing out the best in people. Like you say, Isla, I just love it. And if, could you imagine if we all just intuitively knew, like we had this sign on our chase chest that says, you're awesome. Like everywhere you go, you walk around and it's, I'm saying, you're awesome. You, 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 you're awesome. I mean, could you imagine? Well, yeah, and, and, and honoring what, uh, you know, it, I feel like a, a lot of times through my life, I've tried to be things that I'm not. Like I, I was a real estate agent for uh, three years and I was not good at that. Even though I love people, I couldn't deal with all the paperwork and, and, and some of the nonsense. And yeah. I was trying to make myself good at it. So I think sometimes it's important to know what your strengths are and play to them. It doesn't mean we don't learn new things all the time. It just means that we don't try to be, I don't try to be like Donna because Donna's doing Donna. <laughs> I don't try to be like Alan because Alan's doing Alan. You know, we, we, we focus on the strengths that we have and we play to them. And I feel like that helps us to have a more joyful life. And you know what, sure. I want to add to that sentence by recognizing and honoring our weaknesses is just as important as as as, as putting those strengths out there. Because once we know that we surrender, right? Surrendering is so yeah. important. And I think when, I, when I'm the most intuitive in life and when I'm walking through life is when I, when I surrender to what is and I be here now yeah. and the intuition. Yeah. It just comes, right? And it, it's okay that I'm dyslexic and it's okay that I'm 20, maybe 30. Some people maybe think I'm 40 pounds overweight, but go figure. Um, 20 is fine with me, but uh, I call it my COVID curves, right? Um, I just think um, in, intuitively it's good to have a little bit of extra meat on, especially with the price of food right now. <laughs> Things going up. It's good. We got we to gotta have a little reserve. Um, yeah, I just think just really really loving ourselves for who we are right now and really realizing that it's 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 never everybody's saying oh it's things are so hard things have never been so bad but i'm not online for the gas chamber i'm not in on the yeah. bed, i'm not on yeah. the red line right now this is yeah. not the worst time yeah. in history this is a huge opportunity opportunity for all of us to just really tap in surrender to to these positive all these people commenting on what what their what their superpowers are just just acknowledging that we have we, we all have our own individual superpowers and like isla said i'm not donna i'm not alan i'm not so and so and so and i really yeah. this um uh imposter syndrome right that we have to be yeah something we're not so um yeah so yeah. share share yeah. and I, I, I i do agree with you about weaknesses we all have weaknesses there's you know and blind spots and things that we're you know we're we're, we're learning about 
it's just not to dwell on it to the point where you're miserable. It's it's uh, it's acknowledging it, but saying, you know what? So that's that's a limitation I have at this point. I was very heavy for many years. I was 70 pounds heavier than I am now. I didn't hate myself. I'd look in the mirror and say, I don't know what to do. You know, I was like, I'm at a loss. I was in middle age. I didn't know what to do. I tried all kinds of things that didn't work. And and then finally I found the solutions, but I loved myself even though I, I was large. And I think it's really important that we, this is just this vehicle of our soul. So love it no matter what, whether it's sick, whether it's healthy, whatever it is, we love it. The more love we put in ourselves, the more healing we give ourselves. Yeah, and like a ripple effect, it just spreads. It's this vibration that you were talking about earlier. It just, right. It's a ripple right. effect. And, and God knows the right. world needs that right now. Well, when you, you, spoke of, um, you spoke about being in service. And I, I, I want to say something about that, because as you're talking about ripple effect, it reminds me that, you know, every day I do my work, I meditate, I, I pray, I talk to the universe and whatever I do, my rituals, and I bring in light and I want to be in service to others, in service to those around me. And I don't know what that means day to day, but the more love I can emanate, the more I'm going to help the world. I'm not going to help the world by being depressed and sad and, and feeling sorry for myself. I'm going to help the world by, uh, by bringing in more light and raising my vibration and expanding my consciousness because we're all connected. There is no Donna and Isla and Alan and, and Mira and Becky and Anne. We're all, we're all one. So whatever I can do for me, I'm doing for all of us. And that's true for, for each of us, right? Whatever we can do for ourselves to find more joy, to, to lift ourselves up and to lift one another up like Donna's doing with this show, the better the world's gonna be. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, thank you so much, Isla. It's, I, love, I love that. Um that energy right that energy that you just brought that's so beautiful connecting all of us like yeah it is all one and we can choose what that oneness is for ourselves do we want to be one with sadness and and depression or do we want to do something about the oneness and like showing up for a dose of positivity and all these other amazing tools that we have available to us and not use i don't have time excuse um we don't have time not to do that not to it's so selfish and and i write about this too it's the most selfish thing we can do is not take care of ourselves if mm -hmm. we take care of ourselves we we can take care of others and in everybody who knows me who listens to this i'm mama donna i i'm a voice for nature i'm a voice for all life kind and the healthier we are the healthier we can help others and then the healthier the mother earth is going to be and god knows the mother earth needs all of us to be strong and healthy and give back right now life kind is suffering and we are part if we're here to be part of the solution and to you know for me my intuition and the time when I am the most psychic and intuitive at the same time is like right now I'm barefoot but when I'm walking barefoot on the ground when I'm I'm in the womb the ocean the Pachamama when I th these are my this is my love language for myself 
that I take that time. So finding those things that you can do and as odd or crazy or as cliche as it is, hug a tree. That is about the kindest thing you can do for yourself and for that tree because I just want to share this right now and right next door and I have all my doors and windows closed because they decided they need a triple garage. I don't know why these people, it's just this older couple from California and they're building this and they're, and they're just, they just went into the forest and, 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 and they're just, I'm so in tune with nature and the mother earth. I mean, I can just hear every time the, the tractor, it's just cool. I can hear the soil crying. I can feel the birds losing their homes. And it, it's so, I, I could let it really, really bring me down, but I know that that's not gonna help. But I know in your community and everywhere around the sound of the bulldozer is happening. And so if we, I can't go over there and say, no, stop building, stop destroying the forest. I can't do that. But I can take care of and love my trees. And as corny and as, and as cliche as it sounds, I go out and I hug my trees in my forest because they're impacted and they're infected. It's right next door. Just because there's a fence between us doesn't mean the forest isn't all connected like Alan and Mira and Sarah and all of yeah. us on this call yeah. together. So, you know, just going out and, and giving love and, 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 and allowing yourself to feel that and feel those goosebumps is so important. Well, I, 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 I sorry, you guys, I just had to say that because it's been really on my mind. It's been really hard for me to, um, and there's a chapter in my, my book about the sounds of the bulldozer too. Um, it's, I cry every time I read it, but, um, I'd like to, I'd like to share a poem. If I, could. I was just going to say, can with the time we have left with you? And, and yeah. then I have just a couple more quick questions. And I'd love you to wrap it up and anybody else who has well, questions for Isla. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to read one poem. I, I had picked out a, a few and in this moment, this is the poem that wants me to read it. It's actually my favorite poem that I've ever written. I, I'm not quite sure why, uh, but it it's called Deep Grief and you brought up sadness. And I think, you know, uh, it's important to say that, you know, following your intuition, having a joyful life, it doesn't mean that we just float on the surface and laugh all day long. There's tough times. There's there's and this this poem speaks to that. So I'm going to share it with you. It's called Deep Grief. Mm. 20,000 leagues under the skin where the sun's rays don't touch. That is where sadness resides from losses stacked one atop another like rocks piled upon a grave. Tears over time softens the sorrow-filled heap. Laughter rounds sharp edges that oozed snippy sarcasm. Mm. Love offered solace and respite from the cavernous heart gash. The percolated pain is valuable as it flows like lava bubbling up through the, us, through the earth's crust. Inflamed and aggravated without direction, having destroyed all in its wake. While creating a new earth, an unbridled path. Born from the wound is the potential of a new norm. Yet sorrow became a revered companion cradled in a blanket of self-acceptance. As desolation rose through the rock pile and emerged from the depths of darkness, it stepped slowly, meditatively into radiant light 
transfigured with humble grace. Love the pro progress of illuminated awareness. Honor the metamorphosis of grief from 20,000 leagues under the skin. Mm. This is free on Amazon for the next five days. Uh, feel free to download it. Uh, I'm giving it away to a lot of people. I just feel like it's time to spread certain messages and uh, yeah. this definitely eight, eight years of, of, of poems, labor of love, and it's my second poetry book. So thank you, Donna. Thank you for letting me read that. And thank you everyone for being here and listening to me. Isn't she adorable? I, I know, I knew you. Everybody, I see smiles. People are loving you, honey. It's great. And yeah, we we actually tell actually helped Isla figure out how to put it up there on Amazon. So, and and it's five yeah. days. And I would I urge you guys all to go ahead and grab it. And if you like it, it makes a great gift for the holidays. And I'm sure you all it starts are. tomorrow. The the free download starts tomorrow. Okay, that's so great. That's so generous and so yeah. kind. And, and, and such an appropriate poem that you just read, I somehow feel better. I, I, I'm, I just we're given energy right now out, out to the wounded, wounded woods next door. So um, mm. uh, I, I really appreciate all everybody's comments too in the chat. It really makes these calls so much more enjoyable and, and, and know, knowing that you're all like feeling what we're feeling and resonating with what, what we're saying. It, it makes all the difference in the world. And before Isla um, uh, finish it, comes out with a couple things, we I just want to let you guys know, we, we have some incredible guests, other guests coming up. Um, uh, actually, Tell, would you put in the chat uh, um, our next guest in there so people can see it? And if you guys or, aren't already on our in our Facebook group, we'll put the Facebook group in uh, in there and, and I'd, I'd like to ask you all just take a, a minute right now if you're not already in the Facebook group because there we don't just put um, it, it's it's a daily dose of positivity and other people are posting positive things and events and uh, we're going to have uh, put, we'll put Isla's link in the Facebook group uh, uh, for her free five days of this beautiful ex, uh, poetry book you'll you'll be able to find all kinds of positive things um, in, in the Facebook group and also share your events and anything that you're doing and words of encouragement or if you have a book that you think people might enjoy or a movie that will help uplift someone's day. But Allison Kay is our next guest um, next week and she is a spiritual intuitive. She travels all around the world. She's a modern day shaman and I think you guys are going to get a whole lot from this woman. She's very hard to get a hold of. She's very much in demand uh, on the speaking network and we're just honored to have her come on next week so hopefully you'll all be um here for that one and um but i i want to ask you one last question and, and then with this last question if you can oh here comes dom <laughs> this guy's amazing um if you can um with this one last question um then and then, and then give us also just like like what, what makes it so amazing for you to get out of bed every day right and give <laughs> all like some the, the juices if anybody's got upside down frown right now you know let's turn it around um just get, give us all you got honey thank you thank you well i i really again i appreciate everyone being here um you know every day is different some days it's easy to get up and 
go out and I, I have three dogs that need to go out first thing in the morning. It's probably a good thing I have them because I might lay in bed an extra half an hour or an hour, but I can't. They need to go out, so that gets me out of bed. And sometimes, uh, you know, doing this, uh, having this project right now with the store is exciting. When I was doing this book, that was exciting. Uh, I have a three-year-old grandson in New York, which is 5,000 miles away from me. Uh, I think about him and my daughter a lot. That that motivates me in terms of, you know, they're the descendants. I, I, I connect a lot with ancestors, uh, my ancestors, the ancestors of the land. And I think a lot about, well, what about the descendants? Who are they? What are they here for? And what what am I going to leave them? What legacy am I leaving them? And if I don't get out of bed this morning, I'm not leaving much of a legacy. So it's okay to lounge around once in a while, but I need to keep moving. I need to keep uh, my mind and my body moving so that I can do all the things I want to do. I learned how to stand up paddleboard last year. I, I couldn't do that before. I used to fall off. I'd get up and my big old body is just go <laughs> in the ocean. So, you know, just trying new things. We, we're accepting the limitations of the body, but also maybe pushing out a little bit and thinking about, well, what else could I do? You know, all right, I can't do this, but I can do that. And uh, I play tennis once a week. I play pickleball twice a week. I, I just love the people. It's fun, it's movement. And uh, so there's just all kinds of things that, that motivate me and I'm always looking. And I'm married to someone who, you know, she doesn't sit still for most of the day and she's seven years older than me. So that is, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are motivated, who are interesting, who who want to know the next thing, who want to improve on their life, who want to be more, who want to explore more. All that for me helps, uh, like all you folks, you know, you're surrounding yourself with people of positive or wanting to be, who, who want to be more positive, who want a bigger life, a better life, a happier life, a healthier life. That's how you get it. You know, Alan wrote a long, a long time ago on the chat about your thoughts. Your thoughts create your reality. So the more you think about what kind of reality you want, the more you're going to attract it. And, you know, on the, on, the, on the flip side of that is as we think about the things we don't want, we attract those too. So it's just a matter of focus. We're, where are we focusing? What are we looking at? What do we want? I could go on all day, Donna, but I'm done. Thank oh you. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? That was a great, a great finale and a great ending. And I just wanted to ask you to do one thing for me is just hold up both your books. Cause Dom just came on and he was our speaker last week, our interview last week and uh, our interviewee. And he interviews, um, uh, people, who, authors, that's all he does and people who write about amazing stuff so dom meet meet isla isla meet dom and i just want to thank everybody for coming on to another episode of dose of positivity and um, we really look forward to seeing you all next week mm -hmm.